Leila Janti. And I'm Martin Kazasi. And this is Passport Necessary, a podcast dedicated to growing up as TCKs and how it's affecting us now that we are adults. And this episode, I'm really excited to talk about mm-hmm. because I live there for a little bit and my partner is from there. Uh, we're going to be talking about non-touristy things to do in New York City. Um, so yeah. Marcus, when you think of New York City touristy things what pops up in your mind or is there anything that pops up (laughs) new york always to me seems like the kind of city which is very energetic very dynamic and as far as i understand it it's one of those cities that had a lot of ups and downs it's not sort of it's not like somewhere like la where you kind of think oh yeah it's always going to be sort of like pretty affluent and things are going to be kind of okay most of the time it's gonna ha- it has peaks and troughs um i've heard i don't remember the names of all the districts but like, like sort of the area around madison square as as all that kind of area as far as i remember i've been i've heard that it was very run down at times and things like that and in the 70s and stuff and that sort of time period new york was not doing that well financially mm-hmm. and so you get the idea of it having these huge, impressive buildings, which are world famous, but also at the same time, there being a lot of poverty and difficulty for some people in the city. But also you kind of get the idea that it's it's very, probably the only thing in Britain that would come close to the idea of what it was like would be sort of like London. Mm-hmm. Very yeah, dynamic. It's, it's a major city. There's a lot going mm. on. Yeah, yeah. You also kind of think, you know, it's a centre for the art, centre for um, culture and that kind of thing. But then I don't, I couldn't name most of the districts. I couldn't, I've never been, I would love to go. I think New York would be a really interesting place to go to see. I mean, I know a bit, a tiny bit of the history that it used to be called New Amsterdam, but then got changed to New York. Not sure why they decided <laughs> to do that. But, you know, you kind of think of it sort of like being a place where a lot of um, immigration has happened as well and that kind of thing. So like... Uh, in my mind, there's sort of like a large Irish, uh, Italian, German, even English and all that sort of thing. Like a lot of people would end up in New York because isn't that on the Statue of Liberty, the whole bit about um, give me your, your tired, Yeah, give yes. me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses yearning to be mm. free. And yeah. what's actually really interesting is that New York is still a very big uh, place for a lot of immigrants to come to to get their start. And um, mm. actually... I think Jay and I were talking about this earlier, and I I think he's there's a statistic that Brooklyn is the most diverse uh, of the boroughs, but I think it's like the most diverse per okay. capita, I think. I could be wrong, but it, okay. it really is very different. It, there's a lot that's going on in all five boroughs. Mm. So that's one big thing with New York City is that a lot of people, when they think New York City, they tend to just think Manhattan, and yes. Manhattan is the main island the really long island um Mm. but it's it's not an island um (laughs) and it's not long island long island is a a whole other thing so there's manhattan there's queens brooklyn Mm -hmm. the bronx Mm -hmm. and staten island are the five boroughs and um Staten Island is more of a residential area. Uh, there's mm-hmm. not really as many things going on. Um, so when you're thinking of going to New York, you'll probably be spending most of your time within um, Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, and the Bronx. Um, yeah. And 
there's a lot that's going on all the time in all those different areas. One thing to think about is, man, going to New York is not just going to Central Park and anything between 57th and Mm -hmm. 34th Street, which is what most people think of when they think New York. That's kind of the area where Broadway is. Um, Mm -hmm. There are a lot of things that are happening in that region, but there is more to the city than that. Um, Mm. So one thing I always recommend to people is if they're going to New York and they want to do stuff that's non-touristy, that's something Mm -hmm. more what locals would do. I encourage checking out either the Village Voice or Time Out and make sure that when you look on Time Out that you specifically pick New York City. Um, the yeah. Village Voice is in more of an underground. Um, it tells you different theater uh, theater that's happening, shows uh, for music, various bands that are coming into town or that already exist in New York and that are playing. Mm-hmm. Um, they might inform you if a museum is doing and something new and different. Um, so it's always worth checking out and it's always worth checking out Brooklyn, Queens, the Bronx. Like you don't have to just stay in Manhattan during your visit. Mm. There's a (laughs) lot of stuff that are going, that's going on in the other boroughs. Um, anything, another thing that personally always drove me crazy as someone who traveled around a lot. If you're going to New York city, don't go to your chain restaurants. At least, no, no, in like in 2000, they did a study in 2019, New York City within the five boroughs had 23,000 restaurants, over 23,000. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense though. There's a huge number of restaurants and it runs the gamut in origin. So if you want Mm -hmm. Ethiopian food, Korean food, traditional American food, literally think of anything you want. It exists in New York City and you can find it. Okay. Um, and it, it's worth going to, yes, New York can get a little expensive with food, but you don't have to be going to a five-star restaurant every day that you're in the city. You can absolutely, one thing I recommend, if you're going to New York city, get a slice of pizza. I was going to ask about that. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Go to any place that sells a New York slice, just like a deli or Mm -hmm. a local pizza shop. I can guarantee you that is one of the best pizzas you'll eat in your life. It is Greasy, what, floppy, huge. <laughs> it's good. What is a New York slice then? So is a, it New a specific York, kind of pizza. It's so New York pizza. It's kind of different than uh, Italian pizza, and I mean Chicago mm. has their own thing. It's it's not pizza, but whatever. We won't get into it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so New York pizza. It's a very thin crust, mm-hmm. sauce, cheese. There's all sorts of toppings, whatever you want, um, and the slices of pizza are like a real New York pizza slice is huge. Like most people you'll eat two of those slices and you're full. Some people can only have Mm -hmm. one. Like Mm -hmm. they really are big. Um, Most New York pizzas will actually drip over if you get, because a lot of places they'll serve it to you on a paper plate. It will go Mm -hmm. over the paper plate. That's how big they, yeah, they're huge. A lot of people don't think that when they think, pizza but new york pizza is big it's not small Mm -hmm. um very filling very delicious they they Mm. cook it right so that the bottom has a little bit of a crunch to it the end of the pizza kind of flops down a little bit because of the heaviness of the cheese Ugh, Mm -hmm. it's an experience and it's so worth it um i'm i'm gluten-free and i will go to new york and have a pizza (laughs) and i will have a bagel like you cannot stop me (laughs) 
Oh wow, there's a couple of questions I want to ask now. Um, Go for it. For, what sort what sort of stuff do they what sort of toppings do you get in New York? Is there like specific things that they like are popular generally? Um pepperoni pizza, so just like a plain mm-hmm. cheese and pepperoni pizza, plain cheese pizza that's also pretty popular. Uh, they have what's called a white slice, so instead of red sauce, right. it's a white sauce. Um and it's usually very garlicky and a lot of the right. times you'll have like spinach on it or other sorts of Mm -hmm. kind of green vegetables um and sausage that's a great combination but you can always order your own if you want to add different toppings to it um my partner and i have found that once you move out of new york um white slices don't taste exactly right they're never garlicky Uh enough Uh um so that's a huge thing for us we're always like a pizza place is good to us (laughs) if they have a good white slice (laughs) Oh, that does sound really nice, actually. That's delicious. It's very cheesy, very greasy, totally worth it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then another thing you have to have in New York is you have to try a bagel. Okay, yeah. Um, I have two places that we've been to many times and we really enjoy. Uh, One's in Manhattan um, called Murray's Bagels. It is always packed. It, just know mm-hmm. that before you go in. It's going to be a little bit, but it's absolutely worth it. It's on 6th Avenue and 13th Street. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other place that I would recommend is it's in Astoria. It's called New York City Bagel and Coffee House. The bagels okay. are, I'm not kidding you, the size of your face. Okay, so proper size, yeah. Oh, yeah. American Most, size. Yes, American yeah. size bagels. Most of the time when, well, actually a lot of bagels in New York are quite big. When you leave New York City, yeah. you notice that bagels tend to be smaller. It's something about the water, the flour that they get. Bagels mm-hmm. in New York tend to just be big. Um, and actually when Jay and I go to New York City Bagel and Coffee House, we generally only have half of the bagel and then eat right, the other yeah. half later on because it's just so yeah, big. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's such a it's it's such a strange thing. It was a bagels are sort of like a, a a Jewish invention. Yeah, it comes from That's Jewish. What I've been told it's it comes from Jewish cuisine, and most mm-hmm. bagel places even now, a lot of them have a history coming from a Jewish family, or the recipes mm-hmm. come from a Jewish family, and then over time, it became like this thing, a staple of New York City. Um, and with the pizzas, I mean, you mentioned it earlier, there was a huge immigration of Italians mm-hmm. uh, that came into the city. And so that kind of created a staple of a, an Italian subculture within New York. And so mm-hmm. there's a lot of pizza places, a lot of Italian style restaurants. Um, and I say Italian style because New York Italian is kind of different than mm-hmm. traditional Italian food. And that's just because the immigrants in that came from Italy to New York they came from all over Italy and the cuisine in Italy is very different it changes wildly and so when they came to the states they kind of had to work with what they had and because they were treated Mm -hmm. as oh well you're all Italian so you're all the same the cuisine kind of mixed together and so that's why when Italians come to New York they're like well this is an Italian food it's like technically Mm. no and technically, yes, it's a mix of a bunch of different cuisines that is now American Italian. Yeah, I mean, because Italy wasn't even a country until the 1870s, as far as I remember. So <laughs> having different sort of like areas of Italy having different cultures and then sort of like Italians 
moving over and doing so because it's just a small comparison is you know sort of like a similar thing in like uh, the 18 in the 1800s in britain a lot of people who came over from italy ended up doing sort of things like you know they became a lot of them were road workers initially, so like laying the tarmac and stuff like that. But whatever reason, the English thought, oh, well, because they come from a hot climate, they'll be used to working with hot tar. Okay. <laughs> Generally speaking, that was the logic. That was the logic. Okay. So they ended up building roads. But then you have like, they would they would do that to start off with and then sort of like go into like making sort of like, you know, the ice cream industry and stuff like that in Britain or wine merchants. So like where my name comes from, the family that I that the name comes from initially were wine merchants in Britain uh, before the war or oh. during the Second World War around that time. So that kind of thing. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's, it's kind of interesting sort of like talking about the Italian side of things in in, um, in New York just because you always think like, because there's always that thing of like, oh yeah, the mafia and all that sort of stuff. But it's not just that. There's also like all sorts of other stuff that goes into it. It's like the, the actual culture. Mm-hmm. Which I find interesting, um, and and there's there's a lot of New York is this is really interesting right now because it's constantly shifting and changing. It's very dynamic. Mm-hmm. New York's always been a city that people want to come to because there's mm-hmm. there's so many people here. There's lots of opportunities in all sorts of industries in food, beverage, entertainment, the arts. Like there really is a lot going on, and mm. so. There, it's not only immigrants that come to New York, it's also Americans who are trying yeah. to go into a bigger city and make a name for themselves or become famous, mm-hmm. whatever it might be. So it's this really interesting dynamic between all these different cultures um, coming together in one space and interacting with each other. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of people, when they go to New York, they have this belief that everyone in New York is going to be rude to you. <laughs> and it, it has it's not rudeness it's that you have somewhere to be new york is a city mm-hmm. that is mm-hmm. like you you mentioned it it's constantly moving it's not a mm. slow city there's always something happening somewhere that i need to go i need to get there i need to be there i have to be there at a certain time like the city is always moving and grooving so as a yeah. tourist yeah. that's not really what you're doing as a tourist you're kind of taking your time, looking at the sites, you know, you're going slower than the people who live there. And so New Yorkers aren't being rude. They just have somewhere to be. So if you're in their way, they're going to tell you to move. But it's like if they were, if someone came to your town and just stood in the middle of your sidewalk after a while, you'd be like, are you going to move or not? (laughs) And that's New York all the time. (laughs) Oh yeah. Cause it makes sense. Cause I, I, cause I'm used cause since I'm sitting in old York, I just thought I'd make the comparison for a joke. Uh, but the thing is, is that uh, in York, people move incredibly slowly. <laughs> it's not a busy town. People don't have places to be and things to do. And I always joke that because, you know, if ever there's a zombie apocalypse, all the zombies in York will be so slow that you can outwalk them. <laughs> you will never need to run. It's one thing I don't like about York is the slowness of it. Yeah, it's just like, oh, yeah, but no, it's just like, no, come on, nothing to do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's New York. New York is constantly mm. moving. And if you ask for help, people will help you. I've had yeah, times yeah. where, like, I've gotten lost in the city and people are more than happy to be like, oh, you need help? Here, go this way, go that way. But mm-hmm. they're going to, as soon as you say thank you, they're gone because they got to go. Like, the, you are slowing yeah. them down. They have to be somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's the way it is um so when it comes to 
entertainment, things to do within the mm, city. Yes. Honestly, yeah. like I said, check out the Village Voice, check out Time Out. But there's a lot of things to do, uh, whether it's going to various museums. I recommend the MoMA. I know a lot of tourists go there too, but it is actually technically free. It's all donation-based. So when you go in, they'll okay. say suggested donation of blah, 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 dollars. And that's up to you if you want to pay it or not. Um, I would recommend mm-hmm. it because then it keeps more museums alive, but you can just mm-hmm. go. Um, the Museum of Sex is really interesting. Um, they have a lot okay. of things that change within that. Um, don't go if you're going to be uncomfortable. So like if you're with your parents, <laughs> maybe don't go with to the Museum of Sex, but um, it's interesting. Um And then a place that Jay recommended, and I haven't been to yet, but he highly recommended it, and I do want to go. It's called PS1, which is in Long Island Mm -hmm. City, Queens. It's not on Long Island. It's in Long Island City, Queens, which is a section of Queens. (laughs) Right, okay. (laughs) Which can get confusing. Um, But I highly recommend that. Uh, There's... um, the Botanical Gardens, that's really cool. Um, I think mm-hmm. there's actually two different ones. I think there's a Botanical Gardens in Queens, and there's a Botanical gar- Gardens in Brooklyn, which is really nice. It's so beautiful, especially in the summer when you have all the flowers coming okay. out. Absolutely yeah. worth it. And I think actually in the Brooklyn one, they have their version of an English garden, which is very cute. <laughs> That would be fun, actually, yeah. It's like, what's the American thought of an English garden? <laughs> yes. That just sounds like such an interesting idea. It's like, yeah, we'll just reconstruct it here. It'd be fine. You don't need to go there. Right. <laughs> you don't have to go to England. Go into the Bronx. <laughs> no, sorry. Go into well, Brooklyn. Go to Brooklyn. They got it for you. <laughs> well, that's the thing, though. Is I suppose you would... But that's the thing about I suppose that's the thing about New York is that you can reconstruct or recreate anything almost, can't you? Just if there's the you space have the resources, for it, you have the people, yeah, yeah, it, absolutely. I mean, it just sounds like it's everything I see, sort of, and hear about New York. It's just like it's one of the places you have to go at some point in your life, isn't it? It's just. It's fun. I mean, honestly, if it wasn't so expensive to live there, I think Jay and Mm. I would still be living there, being very honest. It's just, it's very fun. It's dynamic. There's always something going on. I think that's Mm. always something that's been hard for us leaving New York. Anytime we go to a city that's not New York is there's always a sense of, well, what are we going to do to entertain ourselves? Whereas in New York, you never had that question. Every night something was happening. You wanted to go to a concert? You got it. You wanted to go eat out at a really nice restaurant that's not too expensive? You can do that. Like, there was mm-hmm. always something to do. And even if you just walk around the city, if you don't want to pay that much money and you just want to be entertained, just walk around New York City. There's yeah. always something crazy going on. There's some sort of arts performances that are happening. Mm-hmm. There's all sorts of parks. Um I recommend yeah. Prospect Park, which is in Brooklyn. There's Flushing Meadows mm-hmm. Park. That's in Queens. That's where the Unisphere is. If um, So if you've never heard of Flushing Meadows Park, there was the, um, I'm going to get the date wrong, but there was the, um, nope. It left my brain. Completely left my... I don't even... It just is gone. Um, It was the World's Fair. That's what it was called. Right. Yes. Okay. There was one of the World's Fair that took place in New York City, and that was in Flushing Meadows Park. And there's only one or two structures that still exist from when they did it. Um, And 
one of them is the Unisphere, and it's iconic. It's this okay. giant metal, basically, idea of the world. It's a globe. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. It is. It's a giant park, lots of places to walk around. I think there's a couple museums mm. in that area. Um, there's the Socrates Sculpture Park. So if you want to go check mm-hmm. out some sculpture, that's really fun. Um, the Met Cloisters is interesting. That's in the Bronx. Um, and then there's always like during the summer and during the winter, um, there's always markets or like fairs that are taking place. Yeah. You just have to like look them up. So especially, like I said, Village Voice or Time Out, they'll update you. But I know during the summer, there are all sorts of street fairs that happen. So they might like literally close down sections of the city or they'll put them in parks and you can go and walk around and you can check it out. Um, And then they also have winter markets during the winter. Um, I know there's a winter market that happens every winter um, that takes place in Union uh, Union mm-hmm. Square, um, which is less of a park and more just a general giant area <laughs> that, <laughs> that buildings were centered around. Um, and then, ooh, one area that's really fun. It's not a park, but it's great. Uh, there's Flushing, there's Main Street Flushing, which is in um, mm-hmm. Brooklyn. And that's where a very large por- portion of different Asian uh, communities have gone to. Mm-hmm. So there's a large Chinese community. Uh, I know there was Vietnamese there. Korean was there as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you want really, really good Asian food, just go to Flushing. It's worth it. Okay. Um, it's a little out of the way, but money-wise, it's not as expensive. And the food there is the real deal because that's where the Asian communities right, yeah. are. So you know you're getting okay. what locals would want. Um, yeah. I mean, it's sort of like generally price-wise for all this stuff. I mean, I'm assuming that most of it isn't too too much, or is it? Um, I mean, depending. Cities, isn't it? it all depends on where you're eating. If you're going to like mm-hmm. five-star restaurants, you can pay a hundred dollars per person. Like that's a thing yeah. you could do. But if you're going to like a bodega or a smaller restaurant, like you could probably get away with eating twenty to thirty dollars per person depending on the meal, depending on how much you order. If you get drinks, I mean, drinks always run up the price of whatever you're eating. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, another thing for entertainment, because this always drove me crazy with a lot Mm -hmm. of people, they always want to go to Broadway. I love Broadway. I'm a big theater (laughs) fan. Broadway's wonderful. But New York theater isn't just Broadway. There's off-off Broadway. There's off-Broadway. There's a bunch of tiny Mm -hmm. little theater companies that may exist on the loft of an old fire station, whatever. Like, there's all (laughs) sorts of weird spaces where people are doing interesting dynamic theater. And like I said, Village Voice, Time Out, or even just looking up online and seeing, like, what is going on theater-wise in New York. I mean... One of the big ones that was happening in New York, it was expensive, but it was an amazing experience, was um, Sleep No More, which was an immersive piece of theater oh. that was based off of Macbeth. Yeah, yeah. And that was in an area of New York City. It was in Manhattan, but it basically took over like an old abandoned warehouse and they turned it into okay. this huge theater experience. Well, that sounds really cool. 
It's well, very like cool. A lot of fun, actually. <laughs> it was expensive. Sort of... <laughs> oh well. But I guess the thing though is, if you're going to get the experience, it's going to live with you forever, isn't it? I mean, if it's a good experience. I would say when I went, I got a deal where I could do the dinner. There was like a dinner that mm-hmm. was combined with going to the show. Um, so you would yeah. go eat beforehand and then you would go and in, do the experience. And that was about $100, maybe a little more than $100. Okay. So that's, not not that's... terrible, but definitely like... No. Oh, this is this is a, a fair price, but it also was a multi-hour experience of being immersed yeah. in a world that they created themselves. Mm, mm. When you think of like I, the labor and the cost of creating what they did, the ticket price makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's always the thing with anything is that you got to consider like you know the labor, the the time, the the continual running of things, and all that sort of stuff. It's it's one of those things that's always interesting, like, where people say, oh, but it's so expensive. And you kind of go, yeah, but that's kind of how it has to be in some cases. Especially mm-hmm. in big cities. I mean, like, sometimes the rents in certain places and all that sort of stuff can be a real nightmare. Mm-hmm. So, like, the prices do tend to go up because of that, simply because, like, well, that's what the cost of the rent is. So that's what we have to pay. So if you want it, if you want us to keep doing it, you have to pay us. Um, yeah. Which is fair. Yeah, it makes sense. And actually thinking about that, if you are going to New York, unless you absolutely want to stay in Manhattan, check out the other boroughs mm. when it comes to for yeah. places to stay for hotels and stuff. You don't have to pay Manhattan prices. If you want to stay in New York, yes, you're going to spend a little bit longer traveling on the subway, but that's also kind of part of mm. the New York experience. Might as well try it. It's kind yeah. of fun. Also, as a heads up, going from Queens to Brooklyn is a pain in the butt. So just be aware of that. (laughs) There's only one train line that will take you from Queens to Brooklyn. Otherwise, you have to go through Manhattan, from Queens to Manhattan to Brooklyn. Oh, yeah. Right. So it's basically, yeah. Okay. So I suppose it's the New York equivalent of the the Northern Line in London, just like the one that nobody wants to take. Yeah, it, it's it's just that it's not a very frequent line. Like trains come every mm-hmm. 10, 15 minutes if they decide that they're going to run. And um, <laughs> a lot of people, honestly, a lot of people will just take the train from Queens to Manhattan to Brooklyn or the other way around mm-hmm. because it's mm-hmm. just easier than waiting for this one train line to work. <laughs> Just like the way you said, is like, if they feel like it, kind of. If they decide to do it, they'll do it. If they don't, ah. <laughs> <laughs> that's and that's actually a thing that I've I always loved about New York City, whether I went to visit or mm. I was living there, was the train system, the subway system. It makes the city so mm. accessible and so easy to get around. Um, and there's also the buses. A lot of people forget about that, but you can use mm. your Metro card on the bus system as well. I, I mean, unless they've changed that oh, okay. since we live there. Um, <laughs> but it, it made traveling a lot easier. You do not need a car in New York. D- don't drive a car in New York. Oh, that's good. Don't do that to yourself. <laughs> there was there was that Futurama joke. Um so they got the, it's Futurama, so it's you know it's in the future, and they're, and they're going to this museum of old New York, and say, like, oh, well, what's this thing then? It's just like, oh, it's a car. 
It's like, did lots of people own cars in New York? It's like, oh, nobody in New York drove. There was too much traffic. It's absolutely true. Like it really, yeah. there's a lot of traffic that happens in New York and most of it is people who are taxis. Um, there's mm-hmm. also deliveries, any sort of like errands that are being run. A lot of the times people will do that via car, but for most New right. Yorkers, they just take the subway. It's so much easier. It's, yeah. it takes time, but at the same time, that's, you can do other things while you're on the subway. You could, re- most people will read, you see yeah. people listening to music. Hey, sometimes you get a show. <laughs> and what I mean by that is that sometimes <laughs> there are people yeah. who come on the subway and will dance, do like tricks. I remember a mariachi band once. It gets pretty wild. <laughs> <laughs> that does sound quite cool, actually. It's fun. I mean, and the only thing they'll do is they might ask for a little money in exchange for their show. And it's like, you know what? Mm. It's very New York. Um, One thing I will say, because this was something I learned the hard way. If you're in New York and you're taking the subway and you see an Mm -hmm. empty car, you might think, score. There's an empty car. I'm going to go in. No Um. one's in it. All the space for me. There is a reason that car is empty. Either... There mm-hmm. is someone who has done something awful within it, or you just you just don't go in that car. Just go into the car that has right. a million people in it. That's better than going into the car where no one's in it. Okay. Yes. Right, that makes some sort of sense. Yeah. <laughs> that was a, yeah. a hard learned tip that I found out. And the way way I did, I was like, you know what? Anytime someone goes to New York, I'm like, beware the empty car. Don't go in the empty car. <laughs> Um, and if you're a night owl, New York is like the mm-hmm. place to be. If you like to go clubbing, there's all sorts of clubs, be they regular clubs, gay bars, whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and actually that was something that Jay mentioned to me and I almost forgot to mention it is that, um, look for specialty shops. If there's this weird niche like- interest that you have, There is a chance that there's an independent store that does that. If you like stamps, for example, like stamping things on paper, we know of an independent stamp place where the guy makes them himself. Oh, wow. Cool. That's interesting. That exists in New York. That's also the, that's always the thing I tell people when they're like, is, do you think there's this weird little thing that only I have an interest in? I promise you, you're not the only one. And there's definitely (laughs) there. (laughs) There's always going to be somebody else. Don't There's worry. You're not alone. Always, always. And some other places I do want to shout out because I love them. I have a little mm-hmm. place in my heart for them. There's Toy Tokyo, which is really cool. It's like okay. imported Japanese toys um, that exist okay. in the States, but sometimes they're like specialty things that you can't find in Japan. So they bring them to the okay. States and then they're like trades or uh, collaborations, whatever it may be. Um there's this really cool place called Stamps and Stuff where they, like I was saying, they this guy makes his own stamps. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. Um, there's IE Video Games New York. If you're interested in video games, absolutely worth it. Mm-hmm. And then Strand Bookstore has a special place in my heart. It is this amazing uh-huh. bookstore. It's three floors. I think it might be four. I think the fourth floor is for mm-hmm. when they do like talkbacks with authors. Um but it's yeah. three floors and there's a basement um, packed with books, 
of every kind. If you think you can't Mm -hmm. find a book, it probably is in Strand. They have it. And they have stuff from like very rare, hard to find books to like, it just sold off the press. People are buying it by the thousands. Um, Yeah. And so, like, sort of like you could have like the first edition copy of, I don't know, Milton's Paradise Lost and the latest edition of Fifty Shades of Grey. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Why was I also thinking of Fifty Shades of Grey? <laughs> because it's just one of those obvious ones, isn't it? <laughs> but yeah, there's there's all sorts of... If you are bored in New York, you are doing it to yourself. <laughs> That's what I'll say, because there's always something happening. There's always movement. Mm. There's all sorts of food. So if you go to New York and you had a bad time because you were, quote unquote, bored or didn't know what to do, you did that to yourself. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I'll be honest. There's no way that if you were trying to have fun in New York that you're not going to have a good time. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. It's like going to any major city. If you go to London, if you go to France, if you go to Tokyo, there's always something happening Mm -hmm. and going on. It's just you kind of need to know the layout of the land. Be smart. Don't look like a tourist. Don't have a giant map because that will absolutely paint you as a tourist. (laughs) Don't put your wallet in your back pocket so that it's easy to snatch. Like, Just be smart. Have a good time. If you need help, Ask a New Yorker. They will help you. They're not being mean. Yeah. They're just trying to get to work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're just busy. They're just busy. But yeah, I I have very fond memories of New York. I mean, my partner was raised mm. there. He has um, all these crazy stories about New York. We'll probably do another episode just based on like New York oh, stories. Yeah. <laughs> that would be cool, actually. I think that would be great fun. There's all sorts of stuff. I mean, I think I mentioned it in a previous episode. There's also the High Line, which is another like social space where people can walk around. It used to be an old train line and then it was decommissioned and they were going to tear it down. But enough people in New York wanted to save it that now it's been turned into this walkway, essentially, like this high rise Mm -hmm. walkway. Um, Yeah, there's there's always something to do in New York. And yeah, you may spend a little money, but... Honestly, it's worth it because you're going to have a great time yeah. doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Money so, well yeah. spent. <laughs> if you have anything yeah. you want us to know about, if you're from New York and you want to shout it out, absolutely let us know oh, yeah. and tag us because I'm going to go back to New York. I want to know some new <laughs> places to go to. <laughs> oh, yeah. So there's always a thing with big cities. There's, you know, there's always, there's always more to learn. There's more to see and stuff like that. It's always fun talking to people who've lived in big cities and stuff like that because the thing is, is um, you know, it's a different city again, but I mean, like I've talked to, I've to uh, in my job, I meet a lot of people from Manchester mm-hmm. and in the north of England and stuff that they tell you about that. It just sounds amazing. You just go, oh, I really got to go back to Manchester. Like New York is just probably going to be one of those things you probably have to spend at least six months there to sort of really kind of get into it and have a feel for it if you had the money and had the time yeah like, oh yeah. absolutely because you will miss things i mean it's mm-hmm. not on purpose but it's just there's so much to see and do there there is stuff that you're gonna miss oh yeah yeah that's just the way it is but it is loads of fun while you're doing it mm-hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> It just genuinely sounds like a fantastic place. I mean, I like big cities. I'm, I'm a, I don't like small towns. I like big cities. It's either got to be kind of countryside 
or city. No in between. <laughs> so if it's too small, you're not interested in it. If it's too big, no, no, sorry. If it's in the middle, not for you. Yeah. No. no. <laughs> I love that. I think I'm kind of the same way, though. I like yeah. the dynamic of a big city. I think small cities sometimes, I, if it's too small, then it feels like there's mm-hmm. nothing to do. Um, but it sometimes also feels kind of peaceful in really there small towns. That. There is that, yeah. Yeah, there is that as well. People in small towns tend to be a little bit friendlier as well, but, you know, they've got more time. They don't have to be at work. Exactly. <laughs> That's a joke. <laughs> they don't have to rush somewhere. They can just nope. enjoy the lo- leisurely stroll from one place to another. Yeah. Whereas in New York, you'll regularly see people running. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and not for fun. They're getting to work. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> well, thank you again for joining us on this week. Like we said, if you have any other recommendations for very fun stuff to see while you're in New York that would not be considered quote unquote touristy, absolutely let us know. Um, and until next time, we'll see you then. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, if you want to find us, we are on Twitter at Passport, N-E-C-E-S-S-1. We are also on YouTube, and you can find us anywhere where fine podcasts can be found. Um, through Anchor, that is our main platform, but you can also find us through Spotify, Apple Music, etc. Um, please feel free to leave us a comment, a review. We definitely appreciate those. They make us really happy uh, to see them. And feel free to um, send us questions via Twitter or any of the uh, formats that we're on we have some really exciting episodes lined up in the future um and hopefully we will have a facebook group that will be up and running soon uh where you can absolutely chat with other people who listen to the podcast or even ask us questions Uh, so thank you so much again for listening and we can't wait to see you next time bye